There are some aspects of life and, and our faith which are too profound for us to properly understand. But that doesn't mean that we just sort of categorise them as a mystery and forget about them. It's quite the opposite. It's important that we keep leaning into the mystery, trying to plumb its depths. Huh? The Eucharist is one of those dimensions of life of our faith, which is certainly a mystery beyond our comprehension. But today, uh, Jesus gives us some insights uh, as to what is being offered to us in Eucharist. And I, I just want to mention three that he, uh, he puts before us today. The first, Jesus says, For my flesh is real food and my blood is real drink. Now, at this point of John chapter 6, Jesus is shifting um, really to um, more of a... Um, a literal focus on, on, on food and drink. And so when he talks about flesh and blood, uh, we should be thinking about the Eucharist, yeah? Bread and wine. And Jesus is saying, this is real food, real drink. When you receive the body and blood, this is, you're, rece- you're really receiving me, he's saying. This is not a symbolic kind of act to just... Remember what happened once upon a time. But this is real food that makes a real difference to your soul. This is really God. He goes on. He who eats my flesh and drinks my blood lives in me and I live in him. Eucharist brings us into union with God. As we receive God, we're drawn into God's life, which is the whole purpose of our Christian journey, is to come into union with God. That is the source of our life. Yeah? That's, that's where our holiness stems from, our capacity to love, to be generous. It all flows from that union with God. And Jesus is saying that when you receive my body, my blood, when you receive the Eucharist, you are drawn into that union more deeply. Whoever eats me will draw life from me. Jesus is saying the Eucharist is your source of life. Pope John Paul II really emphasised this. Huh? He said the Eucharist is the source and the summit. Uh, it, it's... Everything leads to Eucharist, but Eucharist is also the source of, of everything that's worthwhile in our life. It's important to understand a little bit of the background of what Jesus is saying here. He says, uh, um, this is the bread that came down from heaven, not like the bread our ancestors ate. They are dead, but, the bread, but whoever eats this bread will live forever. Now, what was the bread that our, their ancestors ate? You remember? Yes, the manna in the desert. Moses was leading them. And God was providing manna every day, food falling from heaven. Uh, but the manna would only last one day, right? And then it would go stale. It'd be no good. They'd have to wait for the manna the next day. Every day they had to trust in the Lord, right? Except the day before Sabbath, because they weren't meant to work on the Sabbath. So that bread would last two days, right? Anyway, it didn't last long, the bread that fell from heaven. Jesus is saying, this is not like that bread. This food's not like any other food that comes and, and then you're hungry again in a few hours. This is the food that will keep feeding you, keep nourishing you, keep sustaining you, keep empowering you, 
keep making you holy. So, when we come to Eucharist, let's remember, this is real food for our soul. Let's say yes to the union that God wants to bring about as we receive the Lord. Say yes to the union. Don't, don't reject it. Don't think you're not worthy of it because, of course, you're not worthy of it. Uh, but the Lord wants to give it to you anyway. He wants union anyway. So let's say yes to that union. Yes, Lord, I allow you in. I, um, I want to be one with you. I give you permission to be my Lord. And thirdly, let's continue to draw from the power of this source that we have received, the source of life, who, of course, is God himself. And not just here in, when we're in Mass, but throughout the course of our day, let's keep drawing from the power of the one who have, we have received, especially when we're facing trial and temptation.